It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Turning now to other issues, and uh, earlier I talked about uh, Joe Biden's comments, uh, briefly, his comments in the town hall on China and the Uyghurs, but this brings up other issues. The 2022 Winter Olympics uh, will be in Beijing should America boycott. For those of you old enough, you remember the Olympic boycott during the Soviet Union days. Representative Michael Waltz joins me now. Michael, uh, it's reminiscent of those days. I remember those days. Uh, Should we boycott Beijing and why? Yeah, hi, David. Uh, Well, myself, uh, Senator Rick Scott, uh, former Speaker Newt Gingrich, and a number of others have been calling for, uh, and those others include 180 human rights organizations around the world, have been calling for the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, to move the games, get them out of Beijing, let our athletes compete, but let them do it uh, away from that dictatorship, Uh, right? So, in light of them not moving those games, uh, the, the IOC has just refused to reply. We've been met with deafening silence. Then I do think we should boycott if they refuse to move it. Here's what. Here's why. Number one, we all know the devastation that the coronavirus has released on the United States, on our economy, on our schools, uh, uh, on over 400,000 Americans now counted as deceased from it, 2 million worldwide. And the Chinese Communist Party covered it up. They arrested journalists. They arrested doctors. They wouldn't share the data. They haven't allowed the WHO or our own CDC uh, access. And then on top of that, David, as we speak, genocide is ongoing in China. The Uyghur Muslims are being brought to their knees, loaded on rail cars, interned in concentration camps, forced into slave labor, with a systematic state-run sterilization campaign for their women and mass rape and torture uh, uh, for them as well. I don't know how in good conscience we then reward, 11 months from now, we're talking February of 22, we then reward Beijing with the Olympic Games and give the Communist Party the platform, the global platform that it is to continue to spread their propaganda and to have their cover-ups. The other thing, David, very quickly is is the multinational corporations. Many of them are so woke when it comes to social justice in the United States. I'm talking about NBC, Nike, Apple, and others that are just turning a blind eye and making billions uh, on the backs of the slave labor and then ignoring what's going on, not just in Western China, but in Hong Kong, with Christians, with Tibetan uh, uh, Buddhists. Uh, and others. I just don't see, I can't see the American flag flying in Beijing 11 months from now after all of this devastation. Let's go at this from a a slightly different angle. All the things you've discussed. I I saw another video this morning. There have been videos over the years, uh, reports, uh, people who've been brave enough to step forward on what's going on in China in a in a, in a variety of facets and speaking about those woke corporations and 
others out there. Uh, China's racism towards blacks from Africa, China's abuse of Africa on the African continent and their activities there to extract minerals and resources to support China. All of that that's there. The evidence is there, Michael. Is this evidence being used, presented in Washington, D.C. to the people who would be, uh, for lack of a better term, in charge of being honest about this if they're willing, whether in the Biden-Harris administration, in the House, or in the Senate? And And my question is to both Republican and Democrat leadership. If the evidence is there, why are they largely silent while you're raising the alarm? You know, there's there has been a Republican resolution in the Senate. Uh, there have been other calls to move the games uh, for some time now. Uh, and certainly the Trump administration was there and echoing that uh, to the International Olympic Committee, who has the ultimate authority to rebid the games to another city. Uh, but what I'm saying, we're 11 months away. Uh, and uh, all of those calls have been refused or or ignored by the IOC. And at this point, I think we need to take that extra step. There are some people who point back to the 1980 games. They say the athletes shouldn't suffer. Uh, you know, where we're Carter boycotted in Russia. Uh, I agree the athletes shouldn't suffer. That's why they should be moved. But I also can't subject our athletes to having to turn a blind eye to just basic values, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the racism. I'm glad you brought that up. That's rampant. McDonald's last year, global McDonald's had to apologize because McDonald's in China were putting up signs, blacks not allowed because of the rampant racism that's going on towards, um, uh, towards Africans and towards people of color in China. The other piece to understand under Z's China is this almost Aryan-like, Nazi-like notion that the Han Chinese are a superior race, uh, that the greatness of the Han Chinese will be returned under his reign, uh, and that they openly talk about replacing the American dream, which is basically Western democratic values, with the Chinese dream. Uh, and the authoritarian state uh, that they represent. And the Olympic Games will just be a platform and a propaganda tool for all of that. And American companies will be complicit in it. Why? Because they're making money. Uh, the final piece, David, is is we have to understand how these games and how this legitimacy emboldens these dictatorships. Putin invaded Crimea just months after the Sochi Games. We all know what Nazi Germany did in the years following the games in 1936. Uh, and I fear uh, Taiwan could suffer its ultimate fate in the months and years after the uh, after the, these 22 games just 11 months from now. So there's geopolitical consequences as well as the human rights consequences. Notably, the leader of the Conservative Party in Canada is calling on Justin Trudeau Again, one of the leaders of the woke social justice movement to to walk the walk and not just talk the talk when it comes to human rights and take a stand. 
Well, I mean, I have to be realistic about Justin Trudeau, the amount of influence that China has in Canada. Uh, that's not likely to happen. Uh, my guest, Representative right. Michael Walls from Florida, 6th District. Uh, Michael, you mentioned the resolution in the Senate. Uh, Mitch McConnell did very little about that resolution. It just sat there. It received no air, no publicity. And if it is, and it is that important an issue on a number of levels beyond the athletes, but to legitimizing the communist leadership in China and rewarding them. Uh, Mitch McConnell didn't raise the issue. My question is, again, back to the leadership of the Republican Party. Are they going to step up even in the minority in the House and make an issue of this? I certainly hope so, David. I'm going to continue to beat this drum. We have like-minded leaders in our allied countries in Australia. Australia, by the way, their leading think tank just released a report that 80 international brands, 80 are benefiting from the slave labor coming out of uh, Western China. But I think, you know, one of the things that makes the Chinese Communist Party such a more difficult adversary than any we've ever faced, certainly more than the Soviet Union, is that they have the world awash in their money. And frankly, it's not even their money, it's our money. They are raising billions upon billions in our capital markets. They're funding Belt and Road with our debt. That you know that we're financing through China. Uh, there's you know Amazon, Walmart, and others that are manufacturing uh, out of China. It is all our money, and frankly, our children's and grandchildren's money on our debt that they are then pushing back in the United States through politicians, through the NBA, through uh, Disney, and others to essentially spread their brand of authoritarianism. Uh, and and you're right. I mean, our leadership. Uh, our Hollywood sports organizations, uh, Wall Street are complicit because they're all making money on it. And certainly the Biden administration, we have yet to see the tip of the iceberg of what Hunter Biden was investing into with that $1.5 billion he received just weeks after flying on official business on Air Force Two with then Vice President Biden. So, I mean, this is, I mean, from Eric Swalwell uh, to to Hunter Biden, I I think we just haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg in our universities, our research centers, uh, our sports franchises that they're awash with Chinese money. And that's why everyone is trying to turn a blind eye. I'm not going to let them. And there's other like-minded individuals that won't let them as well. Yeah. And uh, to remind everyone that the Biden administration has reversed the Trump executive order on the Confucius Institute propaganda program, which comes from the Chinese, uh, their version of the Department of Education and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, a.k.a. their propaganda arm worldwide led by Hua Shunying and an effective team of pushing information warfare against the world, not just America. Representative Michael Waltz from Florida's 6th District. Thank you, Michael. Hope the, hope the leadership of the Republican Party steps up. I don't expect it from the Democrats. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, thanks, David. Let's stay on top of this and keep beating this drum. Yeah, the athletes won't lose, folks. They're not the ones that will lose. The world loses if communism continues to thrive. But... I state the obvious for those of you that pay attention. 866-95-PATRIOT-95728-74.
You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.